she brings to you intuitive wisdom and compassionate understanding to help you turn your energy into manifesting your greatest good. Her work is sought out by clients internationally. Here live from the Dr. Pat Network is your host of It's a New Day with Don Marie Stansfield. Hi, and welcome to It's a New Day. I'm Don Stansfield, your host. And uh, Benny, happy holidays to you, honey. To you as well. You're coming out of the gates ready for 010. You're I'm ready like, to do it. You know what? I actually am really jazzed about 010. And, you know, every year brings us some ups and some downs and some ups and some downs. And, you know, I love to take this time of year before we, we really roll into some new energy and just kind of reflect. You know, a lot, a lot of stuff happened in the, in the course of 2009. But we also have a lot going on in transits right now. And uh, it's causing, hmm, how should I say this? Well, I think it's causing some frustration and some antsiness. And so, you know, I'm not an, I'm not, I don't claim to be an astrologer. I just studied as a perpetual student. But I have on a spe- very special guest today. We're going to bring her on because she's going to explain to us kind of some transitions that are going on right now. We've got lots of retrogrades. We've got a blue moon and eclipse. And we've got some unique things going to be happening uh, in 2010. So we're going to hit hopefully everybody's astrology as far as what's going on in the transits right now. And, and it is going to be affecting our energy. So I think this is information that all of us need to know. Uh, I certainly, it helps me. So if I start getting ahead of myself or a little antsy, You know, just having this knowledge just allows me to take a deep breath and just relax and calm down because we're going to be forced into that, I think, a lot in 2010. So remembering to slow ourselves down and just to keep ourselves calm is going to be very, very important. Um, So my guest today, uh, who is the author of The Way of the Zodiac, is uh, Joanna Korn. And Joanna, welcome to my show. Thank you, Don. I'm glad to be talking to you about 2010 and the sky. Yeah, and not only are you great astrologer, but I am proud to call you a great personal friend. So, ta- likewise, Don. We we do occupy <laughs> those those two corners of the zodiac. We need each other. <laughs> we really do. So, talk to me, girlfriend, because we have a lot of different things going on. Let's let's talk basics really quick here, okay? Let's talk Mercury retrograde. I know that a lot of people know what Mercury retrograde is, but you know what? There's a lot of people who do not know what that means. So let's give them a little spill. What does it mean right now? We're in retrograde until, what, the 17th of January? Just about exactly. Yeah, it's a Friday, uh, the weekend, you could say, a Friday, Saturday, Sunday of January. Mercury is a well-known name in planetary familiarity and mythology, because I think most people associate Mercury with speed, agility, the winged heels, and is our messenger. planet closest to the sun and a planet between the Earth and the sun, so it's an intermediary between issues here on Earth, human, humanity basically, and the issues that come from the great light, which is the sun itself. And so Mercury, in its messenger role, Every 88 days, it goes one time around the sun, and that's about three months in our way of calculating. So every three months, Mm -hmm. we all go through a three-week cycle of Mercury passing three times across a place in space, Mercury retrograde. Mm -hmm. And it is one of the more notorious things 
in the astrological vernacular. We, I find that the people just in our culture mostly know about full moons. This is something that has slowly crept up on our culture and our familiarity because so many people work with the public. And so the idea of the full moon causing lots of differences in behavior, pretty familiar to everyone. The next most familiar thing that is astrological is the division of the 12 sun signs. Most people are familiar with the sun sign, their sun sign, family sun signs. And then when we get into the planets themselves, Mercury is the best known of the notorious planetary cycles. And when it goes backwards or retrogrades in its orbit, affairs go backwards, communication goes backwards, all the things that are schedules and comrades, community, friends, friendships, society, the group, the neighborhood, the club, the gang, all of those things are disarranged while Mercury is retrograde. But you know what the usefulness of that is, too. Um, Clean out your closet. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's useful when time goes backward. In this sense, it's nature's way of allowing us to catch up. Well, I want to know why... Why it affects transportation, why your car breaks down, flights gets delayed, your computer goes, you know, what? How how come it does that? Because it does. Again, (laughs) all the devices of communication, which in our our culture right now are our transportation. So trains, planes, automobiles, uh, anything that has a nervous system, an electrical system, and gets us from one place to another, whether it's physically or in the verbal sense, our communication, all of those things are reversed. Sometimes I've stood in a huge box store on a Mercury retrograde (laughs) and watched all the checkers, you know, (laughs) a mile away, just nod at each other going, okay, the whole system's down, sorry, we can't check you out. We can't take your money. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, I saw in an airport one time five guys pushing stretchers and wheelchairs, and they were saying to each other, it always comes in cycles, doesn't it? It's like, yes, it does. It does. Our life is cycles, and these Mercury cycles, are real easy to track because they're so quick. What's the okay? So so that that could be a little bit of a there could be some glitches and some hiccups with retrograde, but it's also giving us a chance and an opportunity to do some other things. And, and let's and talk exactly about the positive it's people the time to, to, to you, retro reflect. It yeah. is you know they they join them people they go oh it's Mercury retrograde <laughs> and I'm like yeah. I love retrogrades. Now, mind you, I had to learn to love them. But when I started to see the benefits of them, I, mean, I just, you know, I just tell people now, maybe I'm wrong, so maybe you need to correct me. But oh, no, you're not wrong at all. But when, fact, when I hear people complain, I'm going, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is a time to finish up, not a time to begin. Exactly. And another thing, Don, that you just hit on there is when we tell people about cycles, I also hear that, uh-oh, when's it over? And when is it over is not the point we're trying to get to. We're trying to be in the process to make the best use of all of these moments because that that key date of when it stops, like we're looking at this January 15th weekend saying, oh, we, we have to wait until then. It's like never, never, never wait. Every single little thing that you're doing right this minute is contributing right. to a positive day on that that weekend it's it's if you are holding your breath and waiting for a good day to come you've missed an you've missed what this cycle's for right and some people get kind of fearful you know that they're like well 
I, I don't want to sign any contracts because, you know, there's a, there, there is fear around Mercury retrograde. People are conditioned to say, well, you shouldn't sign anything. You shouldn't start anything new. You know, life goes on. We have circumstances. So what happens, you know, like I'm starting my brand new show next. I'm starting it on the 4th. I talked to you about this. I said, oh, Joanna, what did I do? You know, <laughs> I'm starting a new show in Mercury retrograde. But the truth is, is that where our astrology is, there could be a whole other thing. For me, you, you said, Don, you started laughing. Well, Don, it's destiny for you to start on this date. So, you know, it totally put me at ease. But people get hung up, Joanna, on those details. Is they get almost frozen and paranoid. And, and we really shouldn't do that. No, because the retrograde Mercury does give you the Murphy's Law consciousness of, okay, check your facts here. Check the, the fine line, check the details, check the spelling, check the punctuation. All, again, communication details ruled by Mercury. And we find that during retrogrades, you can catch those mistakes. So the idea of the not signing is check the dots and the periods and the commas, because this is a time when mistakes get made. The reason they do is because everyone's nervous system is ruled by Mercury. And so when our nervous system is not functioning in the the same way, i.e., it's being asked right now to slow down and catch up, not to keep pushing at the old speed, the, the kinetic energy. And so since most of us are culturally imbued to not slow down, to try, try again, mm-hmm. we don't obey the signals of, hey, take a break, reread this. And, and so, so what we're asking you to do in this consideration of a Mercury retrograde is to slow down and look twice, look three times. And three is a real key to, to Mercury. Look at the person you're talking to, look at the documents in front of you, and then look at the reasons behind it very carefully. And you will always see and this is why you and I like Mercury retrogrades, is because something is revealed that could not be seen before. Yeah. And if you try and just push through these, you will miss this beautiful other way of looking at things. For instance, your plane gets canceled and you have to sit down and wait four hours. Well, in that four hours, you meet someone, you have a conversation, you find out there's a great deal in common. Who knows if that person isn't a key to the rest of your life? Right, could be coming your new best friend. Yeah, if you exactly. Been slowed down and accepted <laughs> the delay. Yeah, accepting the delay is the key to the Mercury retrogrades. It's this cycle I've seen go to hell for people when they push, and so if something gets canceled. The best thing is to be gracious about it, look around, see what's being offered to you, and be accepting. And so that's, that's what Mercury retrogrades do for us, and something different always happens, and something that can be quite pleasant, quite um, revealing, and a different way of looking at the truth. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I use Mercury retrograde as, you know, as a means to help me uh, complete things. I also tell people, and I myself do this, keep a good sense of humor because it, I think there is a, a, an undertone of perfection in Mercury retrograde that assists us. It what? is. It is. And a sense of humor <laughs> always shows you what's really important. A sense of humor is the punchline. Yeah. It's what's really important here. What's the really the, the judgment or the critical point or you know, the, the, the point that, that we can make a new decision or have a new clarity? Well, we're going we're gonna to talk more about this. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, we're going to talk more about Mars retrograde because it's also retrograde right now. And you're listening to It's a New Day. I have Joanna Korn on as my guest today, and we'll be right back.
Hi, I'm Don Stansfield, host of It's a New Day. And if you are like most people these days, you're trying to green your life and use products that are more natural and organic, especially what you use on your body. Well, I've discovered a cosmetic line that I really love. It's Gabrielle Cosmetics. And one of the things I love about this line is that it's 100% natural and completely organic and vegan and cruelty-free using mineral-based ingredients. And for you moms out there, they have an awesome line for children as well. You can purchase Gabriel Cosmetics at Whole Foods, or you can go to their website, which is GabrielCosmeticsInc.com. And the best part is, is that it's really affordable. I recommend that you go and see it for yourself. If you choose to order it online, click in the order box and put in It's a New Day, and they will give you an extra 15% discount. So go to Gabrielle Cosmetics, Inc., and check out this amazing skincare line. Are you feeling a little lost, powerless to overcome your challenges? Dawn Stansfield is a compassionate healer and intuitive messenger who focuses on your self-empowerment by examining current-day circumstances, whether they are past, present, or future. She offers practical tools to help you overcome difficult situations and move forward in your life path. For a private consultation, contact Dawn today at 425-453-8180 or visit dawnsvision.com. You know, it seems like everyone today is looking for that special secret that will help heal illness and disease, make them full of energy, and even decrease their aches and pains. I'm Dr. Kat Halloran telling you this technology really is here today and is being used by millions of people worldwide, including me and my patients. Scientists have developed an FDA-approved medical device for home and professional use. The Richway Amethyst Biomats state-of-the-art light technology helps to reverse degenerative disease cycles and speed cellular renewal using far-infrared rays, negative ions, and the universal healing power of amethyst crystal. The Biomat is a pad you lay on. Just switch it on, lay down, and relax. The Biomat has also been proven to help animals. For more information or to schedule an appointment to experience the Biomat, contact us at biomatinfo.com. That's biomatinfo.com or call 425-398-8011. Hello, I'm Dr. Russell Kuhn from Evergreen Chiropractic Capitol Hill in Seattle. Are you eating organic, taking supplements and vitamins, and still not experiencing the health you had hoped for? At Evergreen Chiropractic, we specialize in analyzing the nerves that allow your digestive system to function at 100% potential. For more information, go to our website at evergreenchiropractic.com, and to schedule a free 10-minute consultation, call 206-323-1666. That's 206-323-1666. Hi, welcome back. You're listening to It's a New Day. I'm Don Stansfield, your host. And Joanna, I wanted to talk to you. We were, we were talking at break. Um, you know, I have a lot that I want to share today. One, this is, this is, a, this is kind of a, a, a bittersweet show for me today because this is my last day here on the Dr. Pat Network. And it's my last day with Mr. Benny Man. Oh, man. Stop. And it, and it kind of breaks my heart because I just, I just want to tell you how much I've loved Aww, working with thank you. Thank you. And I, you. You will be missed. I mean, you are the man. But so. good thing. You're just moving to a new time slot. I am. So let's I'm, get... I'm moving out on, on, on your birthday. Yes. Now, see, now this is kind of auspicious. I know, right? This is awesome. 
This is my gift on, to me to you, On right? January 4th, <laughs> I am actually moving to, um, from, to 4 to 5. Mm-hmm. And we will be on Monday through Thursday. So, Joanna, I wanted to talk because this is, this is a huge transition. I'm making all these transitions, and I know a lot of people are. You know, and we've got yeah. Mars retrograde, but, uh, and we've got a blue moon this month with an eclipse on the 31st. Yeah. Uh, but more importantly, we've got Saturn in Libra. And so there's some things I want to talk about because I think 2010 is going to be tremendously a growth, regeneration, powerful year for a lot of people. And I, But I want to talk about what the Saturn in Libra is doing with relationships because I tell you what, I don't know if you've seen it, Joanna, but my clients and people all around me, relationships are just busting up. So what's going on? And that's always Saturn's first action in a new sign is to tear down what isn't true and what isn't going to be there for the long growth. Saturn spends two and a half years as it moves through each sign of the zodiac, and it's our great cycle of 29 years. So everybody remember when you were 29 years old and what happened to you in those years that was historic and form-making and building foundations and truth and actually history in your life. So today the history is being made by Saturn moving from Virgo to Libra, which happened on Halloween just behind us. And Saturn in Libra, considerations about marriage, the great archetype of why we are here. We are here to join. We are here to couple. We are here for one to become two and two to then progress to whatever it's going to do. But the great meeting of the other is the archetype that all of us are feeling right now. So how do we as egos perform in relationships? We all think we're great when we get into relationships, but if you run through the signs of the zodiac, you realize nobody is very good at relationships, really. And when we get into relationships, we must then adapt our egos, not losing it, but adapting it to building a bridge, the sign of Libra, moving over from one scale to the balancing scale, the sign of Libra, and learning to relate to others. The first thing that happens, of course, is bust-ups. We're tearing down the relationships that can't make it. So basically, if a relationship is not balanced, then uh, it's, it's not going to be able to survive. And watch balance be something that is give and take. You know, the great... Law of order, uh, right, which is Libra. It's, it's a balance beam in the scales, but it moves up and down in its balancing. It's only equal for a second once in a while. Think of two cups one filling the other, one receiving the emptying of the other. That, in a way, illustrates relationship better than the balance beam because the one cup filling the other and the ability to receive what the other pours in is the thing we've forgotten in modern culture, how to receive in relationships. So Saturn banged into this giant big archetype on Halloween, suns and Scorpio, the, the sign of marriage comes up. And so for the last three months, we've been dealing with what are our relationships? Who are we in relationship? And now, with the retrograde of Mars on the solstice, with the retrograde of Mercury on Christmas Day, did everybody notice yeah. Mercury actually made its flip Christmas Day and the winter solstice and Halloween? These are fascinating coincidences, but they're showing that we're being turned over to a new understanding that we weren't doing before. We're, we're changing our orientation, and we're having to do it by getting along with others must play with others, and must learn to get along with others is the key to 2010. 
is and and that that's part of the balance. And if exactly. and if you're not exactly. getting along, you, you know, basically you're not going to be um, you're not going to be receiving very well. In the <laughs> alchemy of real astrology, <laughs> we say that that we we build up you know all of these parts of ourselves the the identity and the substance and the consciousness and the soul and the giving and the refining. And then when we come to this great moment of the seventh sign, as far away from the beginning of selfhood as we can go, we realize the other or our connection to the world. And this causes us to die at the eighth sign in order to be enlightened at the ninth sign and go on with our work, 10, 11, and 12. But the ego actually has to melt and reformulate, and that's not how we Westerners have been trained. We've all been trained to be an identity and a self and to fulfill that self no matter what. And relationship requires something different. So here we are. Is this, is this, but this is all relationships, correct? This isn't just like within your intimate relationships. This is going to affect working relationships, friendship relationships, all ages. Nobody's exempt from this, correct? And it's global. Look at who our new partners are going to be. Look at all these summits that are happening to try and establish relationships on a global level. Our Aquarius rising president has had a Jupiter and Aquarius year, and he's gone all the way around the planet building networks. And we can't see it here at home because we can't see the globe from No, where we in are. fact, but, isn't that why he won the, the Nobel Peace Prize? Is because they consider him the new world leader? And he's a new world leader by acclamation, not by anything he's won or done. Mm-hmm. which has never happened in the history of civilization. I mean, Alexander the Great was a world leader. Gandhi was a world leader. Elizabeth uh, and Victoria were world leaders, but they were, that was after they had conquered. He's being given that notoriety or that acclamation before. Before even he's, he's even done anything. Divine, I don't right, quite get like that. A, <laughs> what's that? I don't quite get that. Well, <laughs> in a mistake, in a messianic way, meaning messiah-like way, there's always a new leader that comes in in these 2,000-year epochs and, and eras. And usually it's a metaphor, a mm. metaphor of a person or a metaphor that humans can relate to and understand. And what, what Obama has done without doing anything is, is he's, he's conquered this, this racial thing that's been going on all over the globe for thousands of years, and and he, and, and everyone's just floored by, by that on a DNA kind of level, and it represents the fact that all people can get along. The object of the age of Pisces, the last 2,000 years, was to blend all the races, whether we like it or not. That's what's happening, and now that we start the age of Aquarius, it's, it's a chance for everybody to get along. Well, it's going to be interesting places. to watch, Joanna, because I'll tell you what, our House of Representatives, uh, the Democrats and the Republicans right now, are not getting along. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you, watch this. And, and this whole health care bill, it is not a balanced situation. And I'm hoping that we kind of see some balance come out of it in the, in, in the next year or two. But I think we're, we're 10 years behind the eight ball on this one. Before we see, before we see any, because because this was tried, this was tried century a century ago in this country. It didn't and work. So, so, and again, it's a very age of Aquarius idea because age of Aquarius is everybody taking care of everybody, right? And the the 
You know, I have a book by Osho. I have a book by Osho that was written in 1972 that I found it. I was moving this last week, and the title of the book says "Beware of Socialism." <laughs> I got to sit down oh, and read it now. Well, the Osho <laughs> are ruled by Aquarius. Utopia was written by an Aquarius. Aquarius in the zodiac rules the ability for societies to exist as societies. So we've been experimenting like mad throughout our human growth and evolution in these last thousand years. How do we all get along? What isn't? We have feudalism. You know, we, we have uh, all the isms that exist are all attempts and experiments to get society to function well. And we're, still, and we're struggling like mad because we have so many more people than ever and such a disparity of um, you know, goods and resources around the globe. And that's what is trying to even out in the age of Aquarius. And we are just in the very infancy of that. So, of course, there's a fight. Yeah, we are in the infancy. And, 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 you know, I, I guarantee you, when we come back, I'm going to talk to you more about this. Because uh, <laughs> I had dreams about this, and I think it's a communication thing. And I, I think that, that I believe that 2010 is bringing us an opportunity. I mean, really, I think we're going to have some great opportunities to really learn how to communicate better with each other. And I think that I believe that's part of the balance. But we're going to we're going to pick your mind, Joanna, when we come back from this break. So stay tuned, everybody. We'll we'll be right back. Ask me anything. You heard about it last year. You even thought about entering, but didn't. Now, life is giving you a second chance, announcing your second chance to change from the inside out with Dr. Pat's 2010 Holistic Makeover. So get on board. Winners will embark on a journey to make powerful change with the help and support of an entire team of coaches. Want to be a winner? Fill out the survey and tell your inspired story and how you plan to pay it forward. Go to drpatsmakeover.com. That's drpatsmakeover.com. Do you suffer from insomnia, body aches, fatigue, brain fog, digestive problems, weight gain, or anxiety? You may be dealing with unmanaged stress. The Stress Detective looks for the hidden messages within your stress and partners with you to create a wellness program to dismantle stress from the inside out. Learn to manage your stress and you can stop illness in its tracks. Call Susan Tyler at 888-629-4949 or visit StressDetective.net. Hi, I'm Don Stansfield, host of It's a New Day. And if you are like most people these days, you're trying to green your life and use products that are more natural and organic, especially what you use on your body. Well, I've discovered a cosmetic line that I really love. It's Gabrielle Cosmetics. And one of the things I love about this line is that it's 100% natural and completely organic and vegan and cruelty-free using mineral-based ingredients. And for you moms out there, they have an awesome line for children as well. You can purchase Gabriel Cosmetics at Whole Foods, or you can go to their website, which is GabrielCosmeticsInc.com. And the best part is, is that it's really affordable. I recommend that you go and see it for yourself. If you choose to order it online, 
click in the order box and put in It's a New Day, and they will give you an extra 15% discount. So go to Gabriel Cosmetics, Inc., and check out this amazing skincare line. With the changing economy, how will you take care of your health without breaking the bank or adding more hassle to your already busy life? Best-selling author Kat James' Transformation Orientation Teleseminars could be the free ticket you're looking for. During these free evening phone sessions, Kat will answer your inside-out health or beauty question live and present the principles of her acclaimed Total Transformation programs and best-selling book, The Truth About Beauty. Find out if Kat's renowned approach could transform your look and life as you enjoy the call from the comfort of your home. With zero investment or obligation, you'll hear Kat tell her incredible story of transformation live, as well as other inspiring success stories. Get the latest news and recipes and lifestyle strategies. Enjoy exclusive discounts on Kat's programs. You'll even have a chance to win an eight-week full curriculum teleprogram valued at $600. Visit www.thecatjamesshow.com to register for Kat's free transformation orientation teleseminar today. Hi, and welcome back. You're listening to It's a New Day. I'm Don Stansfield. So, Joanna, we were, you know, we were just chatting over, over the break, and I, we were talking about Mercury again, and, and I don't want to beat a dead horse here, but uh, you were telling me how, how it's, it's kind of inbreded in us to almost a dictatorial ship as far as ruling our calendars. What were you just saying about that? This is all... Human consciousness prides itself on being able to dominate nature. So we've invented these calendars and these clocks that even though they're based on nature, like our calendar is one orbit of the Earth around the sun, 360 degrees and days of the circle. So that's that's in tune with nature, but we've imposed our eccentricity or our ego basically onto nature. So we're always on the clock. We're always on the calendar. And on Mercury retrograde, nature pushes all that aside and says, you're going to be on my clock now. And the nature's clock, even though it's seasonal, the seasons always change. And everybody talks about when did spring come? Well, it comes differently every time of the year, even though the clock says and the calendar says spring shall be on the 21st of March. Spring doesn't always come that day. So, so retrogrades are fascinating because retrogrades bring up nature's reality and regular Mercury Direct, is, we can be comforted in our own human domination of nature. What do you mean? Well, the, the human consciousness has assumed it can dominate nature. It's the square of human consciousness put on the circle of real geometry. So we assume that our clock can dominate nature and that by going on our clock, we can go against our body cycles. Our body wants a certain amount of time to rest, time to sleep, but we've put it on the clock and dominated all those things away. So what happens on a Mercury retrograde? We all get sick. The influenza is the influence of the planet. So the flu is always prevalent on Mercury retrogrades because it means that nature is saying, okay, I'm going to have to hit you harder to get you to slow down because your conscious mind has gone too far into the human ego into thinking that we can always overrule nature. And this is certainly our business world and our school world of you get no absences from work. You know, every day you have to be there, even though nature says, wait a minute, I have to have a break to get sick. 
Okay, this is really good because like I've never he- I've never heard it put like this, Joanna. Uh, the fact that it is, it, you know, the influenza and, and tied into the mercury retrograde and just just slowing down. So let me ask you a question. What can people do? I mean, besides slowing down, because people still have to go to work. They still have responsibilities. That doesn't change during a mercury retrograde. Your schedule no, actually t- doesn't really change during a mercury retrograde. So what what is it that people can do then? Well, they can give themselves a slower pace. They can promise less. And actually, if anyone has any control over this, this is the time when managers should ask for a cleanup. This is the time when everybody should slow down and go through old files and clean. It's a time of um, going backward to review and to find out that every time you go backward to review, you find a nugget, you find a grade, you find, oh, I've been looking for that for three months, and now it shows up because I stopped and rested and cleaned out my files. So everybody needs to take, again, this, this receptive tack, this, this being more receptive, promise less, rest more, um, cut down on the social activities. It's hibernation season. Everyone has a natural... Uh, affinity to want to sleep more, rest more, and the dark days that start at 4 p.m. are trying in nature's way to get us to do that. And so allowing ourselves to do less. If, if a boss asks you for a project on a certain date, move it up a week with some kind of legitimate uh, breakdown excuse. It's like, oh, we could do that, boss, but so-and-so is gone, and the system is... There, there are plenty of reasons why, but why slowing down can be managed at this time, and it's the time in the farm cycle to prune and to go backward and to cut back. And even though we're working hard in the fields right now pruning the grapes, it's it's still something that is a, a backward kind of action. We're, we're trying to prune for more growth, and so everyone just needs to allow that. But that reflects the Mars cycle very strongly, too. When Mars retrogrades, the action, the taking action, the motorizing and the the equipping of with tools and devices slows down. It's a time to polish and shine and sharpen and retool. And this particular year of 2010 is smacking us twice with that. And then if we get into the moon and the eclipses, there's a third one. So this a third year, what? 2010 has a strong message, and the message is slow down, catch up, and look around you and listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would agree. And you know, you, you also said something in that that it's affecting people's sleep. I got to tell you, I slept terribly last night. I had so many lucid dreams, and they were all around communications, even to where I woke up not feeling that great this morning. Oh, and see, we're coming into that that um, lunar eclipse cycle. We're just a few days and hours from um, the, the the full the lunar eclipse that's that's coming up too, and. And the blue moon is not an astrological device. It's more of a calendar coincidence. It just means that there are two full moons in our you know, American calendar cycle within the same calendar month. And yet the moon and the full moon and, a lunar ecl- and the eclipse that's coming up right now is, um, is, is one that affects us emotionally. Our emotions are changing in spite of ourselves. In other words, much that's happening around us is not under our control, and as we are conditioned to always be in control of things, 
we don't know what to do when our control is taken away from us. There is still control in reaction and adaptation and responsiveness, and that is our our controls that are being required of us is see what happens when something different happens. Oh, that's good. I like that. See what happens when something different happens. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm straight under all of these changes right now. I'm feeling them big time, just making so many changes. And I know a lot of other people are too, Joanna. And it's just, and I, and I think it's just a little, it's, it's, we're already, we're already in 2010 and this is just, they're just gently getting us to the feel of what we're, what we're going to be experiencing in 2010. And there's, there's some mighty things, um, Happening in 2010 makes me think of poetry, uh, you know, signs and wonders of no mean might and ancestral voices prophesizing war. I'm disturbed by all the Jupiter-Uranus conjunctions that are showing up in this coming year of 2010, and um, there are just warlike things all over the place. So, well, could war also be Earth changes, Joanna? Very much so. That's very, very interesting. Okay, so so it's, it it doesn't have to necessarily mean mean more battle. It could be that the Earth itself, because I think I physical. see I see physical changes coming this in two thousand and ten. You know, today on the twenty sixth of, of December uh, was the five year Tsami hit. It's already been five years. Oh, and, that's amazing. It's been that long. Yeah, isn't it? And I was looking at some pictures of the devastation. I. I, I was amazed at uh, the devastation that a Tsami can do, and hundreds of thousands of people died and perished in in, in a day. Uh, so I think that 2010, because of the energy now, um, you know, I'm not an astrologer. I work just from my intuition, but I've been watching a lot of what NASA's doing. I've been watching a lot about, you know, what Greg Braden's talking about, and even the news. There's like a coded language going on in there, Joanna. It's it's like some some stations are saying this, and some are saying saying this, and they're completely different, and they are not gelling. But so I'm just watching all of it, going, okay. Who's who's getting us prepared, really? Who are we really listening to? Who's really leading us? Because right now, I'm not feeling leadership. Well, you're feeling the great democracy of the age of Aquarius, and the listening is from the watching point of view. You know, astrologers have always been called watchers, and that's what we're doing. We're watching. We're watching the conjunction that's been going on this week of Jupiter and Neptune, Neptune the ruler of dreams. And the the dream cycle, the dream world is trying to communicate with us, but the dream world is hazy and vague, and, and it has to be interpreted. So, again, we're working in realms that we have not been in before, which is another qualification, saying we are in transition into the age of Aquarius big time, and our old form and foundation is crumbling, and all of the things that we used to rely on, and the business model, the banking model, the school model, the mother-father model, the man-woman model, all of those are evolving and changing. And so our attitude right now has to be watching. It can't be assuming, and it can't be clinging to old expectations because that's where the danger is. And that's where fear becomes a great manipulative tool saying things are changing, therefore be alarmed. It's like, no, things are changing. Be prepared and be ready to be of service because there's much service required in the, the new way the world is going to be run, and 
we say to all those people looking for jobs and all those people coming out of school with training, be an entrepreneur. The old formula of somebody having a job for you is mercifully dissolving. We are now seeing new needs, new services required, new orientations, and so all these skills can be applied in new service. Well, so it's almost like there's a whole new there's a whole new mindset coming in, even around how you know business itself is going to be working. So when you say be an entrepreneur, which what I'm hearing, and correct me if I'm wrong, Joanna, is I'm hearing that as an invitation. If you're sitting out there and you've got some really spectacular ideas, ideas that will help other people and help build a foundation for a new thought form into the future, yes. then now's the time to yes. stand up and take a stand. Exactly, exactly, because you're required, and anybody who asked to be incarnated in this century, in this beginning of the century, has something to offer. Think of 1910, when we were just getting the automobiles, just getting the factories going, and all that was required of us, we can't go to work in factories anymore, they're gone. Mm, (laughs) Right. So what are we going to do next? We have to... We really don't even manufacture much. We we used to be the leaders in bicycle manufacturing. We don't. I don't think we manufacture bikes here. Very. We, we don't produce products anymore. No. So what is our new calling? What is our next our our next service? And if we put our minds in into the attitude of service, how can I serve the world with what I know? What does the world need from me? And this is what we all ask of of the the greatness of the universe. Use me. And this is Mercury retrograding Capricorn. Capricorn, the sign of youth, the sign of career and working everything that we have into being something, use us. Use use me, use these talents, or how can I use these instead of, again, waiting for a boss to step up and give us a command. Those guys are gone. Uh, Yeah, I like this. We're going to talk more about this when we come back. We're going to take a short break. You're listening to Joanna Korn and Don Stansfield, your host here today, and we'll be right back. Hello, I'm Dr. Russell Kuhn from Evergreen Chiropractic Capitol Hill in Seattle. Are you eating organic, taking supplements and vitamins, and still not experiencing the health you had hoped for? At Evergreen Chiropractic, we specialize in analyzing the nerves that allow your digestive system to function at 100% potential. For more information, go to our website at evergreenchiropractic.com, and to schedule a free 10-minute consultation, call 206-323-1666. That's 206 206- Are you feeling a little lost? Powerless to overcome your challenges? Dawn Stansfield is a compassionate healer and intuitive messenger who focuses on your self-empowerment by examining current day circumstances, whether they are past, present, or future. She offers practical tools to help you overcome difficult situations and move forward in your life path. For a private consultation, contact Dawn today at 425-453- 8180 or visit com. You know, it seems like everyone today is looking for that special secret that will help heal illness and disease, make them full of energy, and even decrease their aches and pains. I'm Dr. Kat Halloran telling you this technology really is here today and is being used by millions of people worldwide, including me and my patients. Scientists have developed an FDA-approved medical device for home and professional use. The Richway Amethyst Biomat's state-of-the-art light technology helps to reverse degenerative disease cycles and speed cellular renewal using 
far-infrared rays, negative ions, and the universal healing power of amethyst crystal. The Biomat is a pad you lay on. Just switch it on, lay down, and relax. The Biomat has also been proven to help animals. For more information or to schedule an appointment to experience the Biomat, contact us at biomatinfo.com. That's biomatinfo.com or call 425-398-8011. Are you tired of doing everything you've been taught to do, but your life is still not working for you? Do you know the new rules for the game of life? Hi, I'm Dr. Melody Ivory, personal growth expert and co-host of the Breakthrough Interview Series. Step into your full greatness on the Dr. Pat Show. I'm excited about helping you easily transform your life from the inside out. Listen to Step Into Your Full Greatness and visit MelodyIvory.com for free articles, poetry, and affirmations. That's MelodyIvory.com. Remember, for our dogs and cats to live long and happy lives, just like people, they are what they eat. Wellness carefully selects wholesome ingredients to create food you can trust to provide the foundation of your pet's well-being. True wellness means every ingredient has a purpose in every recipe they make. You can trust the quality of all ingredients in wellness from their source to your pet's bowl. Visit wellnesspetfood.com to find a pet specialty retailer near you. Wellness Natural Food for Pets. This is where true wellness begins. And welcome back. Kind of losing my voice there today a little bit. Got to cross your throat. You need a glass of water or something? No, like that? I got it. You but sure? Thank you anyhow. Okay, okay, okay. And I'm just sharing that with all my listeners That's right fine. now. You can okay, do that. They need to know what's going on. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be a new day without Dawn. <laughs> Knowing what she's drinking when her throat's I'm just all like, hello. Real professional. Ah, well, you know, it's my human side. It's extremely professional. I like it. This is conversation. <laughs> this is what KKNW is all about. <laughs> so I have Joanna Corn here today, and. Uh, we're, we're giving you some understanding around really what's coming down planetary-wise. And we've talked about Mercury retrograde a little bit here, and, and we've talked about Mars. But there is, we've got, a, we've got a, an eclipse uh, and a blue moon. Uh, it's lunar, Cancer, in the sign of Cancer. But there's another shift that's coming. Now, I did not pre-discuss this conversation with Joanna, just so you as my listeners know. I wanted to just hit her with this because it's something that I have been thinking about for so, some time. So, jo- Joanna, I want to ask you a question because I think and I believe that this is also going to make a huge shift this year for 2010 is that um, for the last seven years, Uranus has been in Pisces. Now, I don't know about anybody else out there, but since Uranus has been in Pisces and Uranus is my planetary ruler. Right. Um, I've drank a lot. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, I mean, Pisces I, I, the sign of spirits. <laughs> so it's leaving Pisces in 2010, and it's rolling into a fiery intellect sign of Aries. And Uranus is going to be dancing with Mars. What does this mean? And Jupiter, big Jupiter, and Jupiter. junction in June. Because it, I it, think this is our biggest transition because a lot of people don't I realize do. Uranus stays seven years in a sign, like Pluto 15 years in Capricorn. So when these shifts happen, I find them really, really powerful and, and, and a huge effect on everyone. So, Joanna, what, what are we looking at? That's going to be a big shift. Huge, and it, it kind of 
is the century planet. It takes it 84 years to go around the sun, so you can watch it in those century cycles, like we were talking about what happened a century ago. With right, 100 years ago with the cars. It's been exactly 100 years since we, we've created the cars. Cars and airplanes and the Orville Wright flight right. and uh, telegrams and, and the, the inter-global communication started with that Uranus cycle, like, like you mentioned, and it going into Aries, which it does in June of 2010, is a mighty shift, and it's a shift toward action, will, and starting new things, and it's finally the new cycle. I've been hearing in the news and in the media that we're all calling 2010, <laughs> finally we're through with the, with the odds, finally we can say we're in the 21st century, and so if that's people's consciousness, that's also planetary, because here in June, Jupiter speeds through Pisces in just five months and suddenly finds itself in Aries, and always the Jupiter cycle runs each decade, and here we have the decade cycle meeting the century cycle, all in the sign of initiative, starting things, leadership. And here's where your leaders are going to start to come forward. See, I agree. I, I mean, I don't think 2010 is the year to pretend. I think that we <laughs> need to Good wake word. it up. Wake it up. And I think that we do, you know, that's why I was, you know, saying earlier with people who are sitting out there who, who may be just a little fear or, or you have an excuse. I have no money or, or I can't do this because I don't have this. Yeah, those are old platforms. It just drives me crazy. Drives me crazy. The lower side of Pisces, where, where Uranus has been for seven years, is a sign of, of fear and change and it moves us to a higher realm, and a higher realm can be frightening or it can fill us full of idealism and, and dreams and wishes. So now the dreams and wishes can take form and can start something. Yeah. See, now that gets me excited. And, uh, and just helping people to, you know, stay motivated because I think it's going to take us as a community, Joanna, to keep that momentum going. I really, really, really believe strongly in that. I think that community, a sense of community is going to be more important because I don't believe we can, you know, do it alone. If we have a fellow neighbor or, or a friend or a family member who's got a great idea, who's got some aspirations, you know, we need to really throw some beautiful energy behind them and support them on it. You and I had a conversation last night. Your daughter, Ellen, yeah. who I love dearly, her, one of her dearest friends, uh, ended up joining the military because he couldn't get a job. Right, right. I can't even tell you how my heart felt after you told me that. And yet then you proceeded to share with me that he's got this brilliant entrepreneurish idea, but he had no money to back him. And you see, this is the kind of stuff I think I feel that we're going to be faced with in 2010. Oh, like all the time. I'm going to be saying it daily. And we need to consult the young people. When I am in rooms full of college age, you know, 20-somethings, I see so much health and I see so much radiance and so much intelligence and and maturity way beyond what uh, former generations of, of collegiate people are like because these, these kids are, are so well indoctrinated to world culture and they aren't surprised by differences that exist all around the world because they grew up with the Internet. They grew up with, with this global communication at their fingertips all their lives. They right. I mean, we no had to learn it. They just this. came in knowing it. Exactly. And, Ex and exactly. so that's where we need to look for the ideas 
and we need to not tell these people just to polish their resumes and beg. We need to tell them to, let's find you some grants, let's find you some money, let's find you some community support, because it's there, and I've heard some brilliant things come out of the 20-year-olds, and that they've, well, look at Google, look at Microsoft, all those people yeah. when their 20s, when they invented what now are our, our um, cultural mainstays. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they are of my generation, and, and they... They did do this, you know, at a time where it was, they went up against big bad boys like, you know, uh, IBM. <laughs> exactly. And the old paradigm is you know, shifting like, again. And it's who shifting dare rapidly. goes against them? Yeah. It's, it, and, and this is what Tim brings up is, is that we're, we're so hungry and starving for the new. And this means the new in trade, the new in transportation, the new in entrepreneurships of all kinds and it will be in trying to balance the the global situation the global situation with food the global situation with with energy and transport those are already in place but because saturn's in libra this year and jupiter uranus are in the opposite in aries there it is is get an idea and connect it i agree and find an idea i agree and and the whole universe is welcoming that. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I even watch the news because it inspires me to give me ideas. You know, when I was watching this whole car industry and the bailouts and, you know, I'm like, oop, time for that industry to have a major change. It's almost like, you know, destroy and rebuild. And and that is a exactly. Mars energy. Mars will destroy, but it it also helps us, gives us the energy to rebuild. And uh, I, I just think there's some really great things that are we're going to be experiencing in 2010, but I also believe that we need to remember our sense of community and receiving and giving through the process of 2010, or you're going to be standing out on a ledge a little bit alone feeling. And you're also describing the antidote to war. Yeah. If, if, if we can, with generosity, communicate and partner new ideas, then we don't have to have the wars that are the destruction in order to get the, the rebuilding going on, because... The rebuilding is nature's pushing for it right now, and we can do it in a very civilized way. And we we have the intelligence and communication, and again, the young people who are ripe for it. Well, I agree. And I want to thank you for being here with me today, Joanna. Uh, Thank you for the opportunity. You know, you know, I always love having these conversations because I just think you're just fabulously brilliant. Uh, And uh, we're going to have you on in the next uh, few weeks because we're going to be talking more about the Mayan calendar. So you're going to want to tune in and listen to my conversation with Joanna Korn. uh, And we'll be announcing that uh, sometime in the next week or two. But so we'll be we'll have you back and we'll talk about that Mayan prophecy. And if you'd like to contact Joanna. Uh, She is a truly fantastic astrologer, especially looking in your kids' chart, your children's charts to see. She helped me tremendously with my children's growth, and and really my 13 years were a blessing. Uh, You can email her at Joanna, and that's J-O-H-A-N-N-A, corn, at msn.com. And she does have a blog spot, but uh, Joanna, I had trouble getting into the blog. Well, the address is in my email, so okay. anybody who emails me can then find you can the, the exact it. address and maybe even copy and paste it. Fabulous. So I want to thank you again. And to everybody out there, uh, have a safe, safe New Year's Eve, uh, but do enjoy yourself. 2009 was really quite divine. Uh, and I will be back next week, but at a new time. Benny, I want to say happy birthday to you now. Thank you. Because... 
I'm not going to see you next Monday. And I've loved working with you. You as well. And Happy New Year to you. Thank you. You too. God bless everybody.